welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Darlene Schack. I'm your co-host, Michael Schack. And I'm Nathaniel Schack. Hey. Hey. We're all back. Yeah. We're back again. Yeah. Every week. I haven't week. seen you for a long time now. That's true. How are you Man. keeping? You doing good? I'm, I've been keeping. Yeah. Just taking it one day at a time, you know? Well, I feel like you and I have just been talking for about, what, 40, 40 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. So this will be between yeah. you and mom, I think. The usual. You but guys talk very... so long before we put the podcast on, which is nice because you need your father-son talk. I need my Nathaniel time. It was a good talk. Hey, Nathaniel, yeah. guess what day tomorrow is? Mother's Day. <gasps> you actually remember. <laughs> I know so my it... stuff. <laughs> what? I know my stuff. You do. <laughs> But all the ladies listening now, they're going to hear this after Mother's Day. So happy! I hope True. you had a great Mother's Day. Hope you happy had a Mother's fantastic day. day. Happy Mom's Day to all of oh, you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And if you don't have kids yourself, then still happy Mother's Day to you. Because you know what I find? There's always, always somebody watching you, somebody learning from you. And so you might be a mom to someone and not even realize yep, it. Yeah, you're an example to someone. Yeah, yep. nieces, nephews, sure. neighbor kids, whoever it might be. So just know that you are appreciated wherever you are right now. The end. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> so I have been shopping for new jackets. All right. Ooh, because nice. I need to change up my look, right? Okay. You're changing your uh, look? Yeah. My look Uh-oh. is kind of put together right now of just whatever I had in the closet that last minute. And I kind mm. of stuck like that for a few years. Okay. Wow. Okay. So it's not a good look. So hmm. I'm thinking of yeah. changing it on my jacket. And good a few for ideas you. crossed my head. Uh, so yeah, I was looking at uh, suede jackets. Ooh, are you okay. going to go for the tassels? <laughs> no, I mean more just leather. Like, ah. yeah, but you're not going to get those fringy things on the end. No, or anything. no, 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 no. You're not going like full cowboy. I'm thinking just like brown. Nice. <laughs> sure. Do it. Just Careful just though. Flat you, you, brown. If, if you're in the habit, if you're one of these people that are in the habit of walking in the house and kind of dropping your jacket on the floor, suede's not for you. You don't want the dog to pee mm. on it. Well, not no, only that, I always, but, yeah, they, they get dirty. Yeah, I always put it up on a shelf when I get in. Ah, oh, there you go. Good, good. I don't drop yeah. my jacket on the floor. Yeah, suede, you have to get it dry cleaned. It's not something like oh. if you have leather, you can wipe it off with a rag and it cleans up pretty good, you know, and other jackets you can put in the wash. But with suede, you have to take it to the dry cleaner if you get it dirty. It's not something you're going to be cleaning yourself. Well, maybe well, I should what? go back to the drawing board. <laughs> No, suede's pretty nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to love it. Suede's nice, but it's unfinished, right? And so it's... I like that. It just attracts all the dirt. That's the only problem. I mean, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. So why the sudden um, interest in having a new look? Oh, I've had this forever. I've wanted a jacket like this for mm. years. Yeah, we actually did talk about it a few weeks ago, didn't we? That he wanted... Did you probably did in your pre-podcast conversation. No, I thought it was on the podcast because we were talking about the fringes and how I had one when I was a kid. Mm. No, don't remember it well. Not really. Don't remember that. Oh, all right. Yeah. 
Oh, there was something else I was going to talk to you about. I, I hate it, don't you, when you have something on your mind and then you forget what you were just going to say and then it, it totally makes your mind go absolutely blank because you have no clue what you're going to say now because what you wanted to say was so important, you think, which wasn't really that important in the first place. So anyway. you just spent that whole what? lead up to tell us <laughs> that you totally forgot what you wanted to talk about. I did. I lost my train of thought. Ah. <laughs> It happens. Drives me insane. <laughs> oh, yes. boy. So yeah, I had this friend when I was, oh, about 17 or 17 years old, I would say, okay? So he had this girlfriend from church. He was a Christian guy. We went to youth group together. He had this girlfriend. She was my friend, too. So he goes up to Christian camp to visit her to surprise her. And she met another boy at camp, and he saw them holding hands at the camp. So he was so mad so he went shopping with me. He just dressed like a normal guy. So this Saturday, he was like, let's go shopping. He said, she hasn't seen nothing yet. And so everything he was looking at at the store, he goes, this is nothing yet. And he was buying these clothes that were totally not his style, that was different. He wore them for like years after. He became like changed to style that day and had this new, back then it was kind of called like, punk or something like that you know like uh -oh. a, sort of a punk style no it was Ooh. really nice it wasn't like too punky rock okay. it was kind of nice you know it was 80s and stuff yeah but he started dressing really nice after that and i'm like <laughs> wow he kept the look he kept going huh. people can change good on him yeah you need a little bit of trauma though if you want that to happen eh right yeah get some Man. of that we all need a little trauma for that. But it almost seems to me that, like, for us, growing up in the 80s, I thought it was horrible. Just just awful. The clothes, like, the styles. No. And it, oh, terrible. Maddie terrible. says it's like we were at um, a costume party every day. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, awful. That, you know what? It's okay to think back and just think, oh, that would be kind of cool. It wasn't. It just wasn't cool. And... For but now it almost seems like there really isn't anything like that anymore. Where the these years are defined, you know, by a certain style of something, or or is it, or am I just missing it? Yeah, I don't know. I know, like when you look back at the different decades, you could see, hey, we had a definite style here, like way back in the fifties. You oh, kind of know the what 50s, the fifties, yeah, sixties, everything was the sixties. You kind of got this image in your brain of what it looked like the seventies with the uh, polyester shirts and the flared jeans and the big afro hair. And then the 80s was just like a costume party, which was kind of wild and lots of layers, like Cindy Lauper, lots of layers, gloves without fingers in them, maybe one glove. Um, and then people kind of dressing a little bit like Boy George, the girls were with a little bit of braids and stuff. And the 90s was grunge, the 2000s, was who it? knows? Yeah. 90s was grunge? Yeah. Oh, okay, because I missed that. Since then, I don't have a clue what the styles have yeah. been. <laughs> but so. what, do you th what do you think, Nathaniel? Is, that, um, is there a definite style right now? Right now? Uh, I don't keep up with styles, but I think there is. Hmm. Maybe we didn't yeah. know back then. Maybe you don't realize there's a style until you're out of it. I mean, there's always a style. Yeah, I suppose. Right? Yeah. So you can know. go outside. You could see people wearing very similar stuff. Maybe I'm just accidentally become... so in style that I just don't realize it. That's right. <laughs> I feel like the style is just like jeans and a t-shirt. 
Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's what I mean. Is is that really a style? Yeah, of course oh, it is. It is. Well, that's been my style forever. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like a style because it's no. just what everyone does. Michael, okay. what did you wear to church when you were young? I don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Didn't wear we, a uniform. We a had uniform? to get no. <laughs> Which he it went wasn't to Salvation. No, but you went to Salvation Army. <laughs> no, no, I just I probably jeans and a t-shirt. To be honest with we you, we don't go to Salvation Army anymore. For those listening, no, he no, was no. he was a little Salvation Army boy, so they all wore the, That's where the my, uniforms back then. My grandparents actually, they started way, oh. way, way back in the eighteen hundreds. Actually, my great grandparents. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep, and they just kind of continued on. So. so when we went, we had to get very dressed up. We all wore nylons. And so it was always like a struggle. You get up late on a Sunday morning and you have to look for a pair of nylons without holes in them. Really hard to do. There were so many nylons to look through. And uh, if we forgot to buy nylons on the weekend, then we were kind of stressed out. We'd always wear a dress, always dressed up on Sundays. Everybody dressed <laughs> up. The men wore ties and... I don't know when it started changing. I think in the 80s, people started to get a little more relaxed. And usually yeah, a lot of pastors right. now, at least out here, will wear a dress shirt, not necessarily a tie, but they'll wear a nice shirt and um, probably like canvas pants or something. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. I probably had button-up shirts when you I was... You think yeah, so? I wear button-up so. shirts. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that, that's why it was kind of an easy thing when I got into into business, and it was just shirt and tie there for a long time. Yeah, you have a lot of ties. I have a lot of ties. <laughs> Everybody I, I needs should, to borrow a tie. Just let me know. I should find some kind of craft to make out of those ties. Uh, there is ties. You know what makes? Yeah, I've got hundreds, <laughs> and you just think that some of those ties. You know how expensive those ties are. Yeah, you should get my sisters, my clothing sisters, to make something. Some of those ties? Oh, yeah. Ties can be very expensive. How much were they? They used to be like 29 bucks or something? Yeah, they're over 30, 40 bucks for a tie. Mm. And I've got lots. Yeah. Yeah. Haven't worn them in years now. You need to go through and get rid of stuff like that. Like, why are you hanging on to these ties you're never going to wear? For the grandkids. For the grandkids, just in case it comes <laughs> yeah. back in style. I don't have any right. of the extra wide ones, though, Yeah, okay, from the old see, days. that's the problem. Oh. Ties yeah. change over the years. So even if someone wants a tie, they're not going to want grandpa's tie because it's going to look different than what all the ties are right now. So they get they get in different they get different lengths and different shapes over time. Yeah, but I don't know the last time I saw somebody wear a tie. I really don't remember who was the last person I saw wear a tie? It just almost never happens anymore. I saw last... Oh, my friends wear ties. Why? Do they? Yeah, for certain kind of work. Oh, that's oh, nice. Warm All right. yeah. I, I like that you wore a pink tie for Maddie's wedding. It was more yeah. of a coral color with yeah. a navy blue suit. You looked good. That was uh, so sharp. No kid really looks good in a suit. You looked great. You weren't really a kid. You were, what, 17 or something like that? I was like 15. He was like were you? 14 well, or 15. You didn't seem like a kid. You look similar to now. <laughs> a little laugh. Wow. You did. You, yeah. <laughs> you look similar, I'd say. Well, yeah. So this new look that you're going for, does it include ties? 
I mean, it could. Wouldn't look great. Oh, okay. My The new look I'm going for, I guess, is just, like, casual working clothes. <laughs> Almost. Oh. Okay. Like, outdoors. No. Dating you clothes. You don't seem like you've really made up your mind yet on that. Uh, earth tones. Oh, I love that. You yeah. know, you've got to get some of those shoes. What are they called? Bur- Tim Timberlands. Timberlands? Those are big boots. Oh, no. The the boot that you pull up, everybody has them, celebrities uh, wear them, I have them. You're not going to say Chelsea boots, are you? No, they've got a little, they've got a U-shaped elastic, elastic on the side. Oh, I'm not I, yeah, I know. I'm Their not ankle height, people listening are going to be like, yeah. I know that, I, I know that. They're yelling exactly at what you. those are. <laughs> what is oh, and the real estate agent uh, that sold our house had a pair and... Every, yeah. It, yeah. So I'm going to let her type part of it and then I'm going to tell her what it is because it's called. Do you, do you know it, Michael? Yeah, the Birkenstock. Are you sure that's not my. That's the sandal. The Birkenstock is the sandals. Yeah, that's the brand, 100%. I think. 100%. Yeah. Nope, 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 nope. The boot is called something else. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Drives me nuts. If you look at Bluntstone, you, you look up ankle boots, the first one that pops up, Bluntstone. B- Blundstone, B L U N D S T O N E. Apparently, I, they're very uncomfortable. I've had friends who've had those. They are at they first say. for the first week, but then that's it. Well, that doesn't sound fun. They are amazing. They're not uncomfortable. They are great. Send us Blundstones, and we will plug them again. <laughs> Give us <laughs> yeah, free Blundstones. Yeah, they are yeah. fantastic. <laughs> Let's see, what else do we want? Okay, <laughs> just in case people have that in their heads, nobody sends us anything here, so... No. No. I they used to get though. books a lot. Do you remember? I used they to go should. to the mailbox all the time. It was like Christmas. Oh, yeah, people would send books mm-hmm. all the time. I would go to the mailbox, open up. Oh, more books, more books. Yeah, it was nice. I'd get like little gift packages from people and stuff like that, so... And then... I just said, stop sending me them. I don't have time to read them all because I want to read my Bible. Yeah, you can't possibly review that many books. And I want to watch my TV show. You know what it is? You want to live. I want to live. Um, <laughs> my TV show, The Chosen. I don't think we talked about it on here yet. Oh, we if, have. Have we really? Yeah. Are you sure? Can we talk about it again, though? Yeah, if you haven't seen The Chosen yet, check it out. It's so good. We love The Chosen. It's such a good family movie to watch. Oh, I love it. It's fantastic. It really... Well, it's not a movie. It's a series. Uh, it isn't a movie, you're right. Yeah. It's a like TV a mini show. Series. No. They've done... They're on their second season right now, and it's all crowdfunded. So if they can get enough money, um, f- support, then they will put out a third season. So they are the largest crowdfunded project in history for TV shows or something like that or mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, uh, we sat down, we had uh, we had somebody recommend the show to us and so we sat down to be honest with you I didn't I didn't hold out a lot of hope because I've seen some, you know, some other things that I just wasn't overly impressed with. There aren't a lot of good movies about the gospels about Jesus that really seem to or, or movies, I'm saying again, that seem to like c- capture my interest. But but what how they explained it is that a lot of of these movies only have two hours, where they have a TV show, which 
Yeah, they can develop multi-season. Yeah. Yeah, so they can develop the characters. That's the word I'm looking for. Sure. They develop characters, and you come to love them so much. And so you're getting to, like, really see Jesus as a person and not just the part where we see in the movies of him on the cross and, and the passion, like the passion of the Christ, very well done, but we didn't get to see enough of him as a person. And so you miss out, you kind of miss out when you only have that window of two hours. I always, I knew a person, um, a while back that uh, was a, uh, a casting director and for a large, large studio down in, in uh, California and she would tell me, we had a conversation about it when I found out what she did for a living. And um, she said, oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, she said, it is actually, it is the most important uh, position to have because casting is everything. If you can't cast the characters properly, the movie will fail or it, it will just, it just won't, won't reach the level that everybody wants it to, you know, to reach. And the first thing that I noticed about this is the casting was awesome. The, like the mm-hmm. characters, every single one of them were believable. And so you, you're you drawn into really loving some characters and not loving some other ones, which means, wow, they're doing a fantastic job. Whoever cast this did an amazing job at it. So they've developed all the characters. It's extremely well done. The story is really solid. Like yeah, they'll, of they'll, course, some of it is fiction. Like they're, you know, they're adding their character quirks and stuff like that in which we don't really know what the characters were exactly like but they they say that up front i mean they do but but for the story i've been so impressed that they have they have really nailed the the key points they've just nailed it and even things that i thought for sure they wouldn't they wouldn't do they did and um so if you haven't seen it definitely check it out you won't be sorry where can you see it it, we've been watching it on YouTube, but we found out today that they're cutting that. And so they have an app that you can download. It's just the chosen app. So you can just go to iTunes, I guess, or Apple, gotcha. whatever. Okay. Um, but there's also and a Then you site. have to cast it to your TV. TheChosen.tv, they said, I think. Yeah, the chosen. Yeah, that sounds right. TheChosen.tv. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, and you can just watch it on that. But it's, it is extremely well done. It is really well done. So... Yeah, hats oh. off to them. They they yeah, they, they did a fantastic job. I was I was really, really pleasantly surprised. Wow. Yeah, next to Fixer Upper now. We've got another show to watch. <laughs> yeah. We like our fixer We've upper. only got two shows that we, <laughs> we rotate. Yeah, we used to watch Dateline <laughs> wow. a bit, but not so much since we moved here. Yeah. It's really been our kind of I have no shows. You have wow. no oh, wow. No, I don't watch shows much. Well, you should try the chosen. I think you would you would probably get get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yep, I really think it. you would. I think it's I don't it's know for my thing. You know, I wouldn't say to people watch this show because it's a Christian show. No, which watch it, it is. because it's good. Watch it because it's a good show. Yeah. And then you're going to really appreciate it because it's a Christian show. Oh, the production like, value is amazing. Yeah, it's very mm. good. Yeah. It's a good show first and foremost and it's a Christian well, it's a Christian show first and foremost. Maybe yeah. I speak wrong, but um, no, the fact that it's not just 
you know, people don't just watch it because it's a Christian show. Because there's so many out there we could watch. We're watching it because it's so good. And what like, I like oh, about it, I think, is, is yeah, it, it really explains, it, it really shows um, more of sort of the day-to-day life. So people don't feel like they're so disconnected, like they don't relate to the people, you know. And it's, it's yeah, I, I, that's what they were trying to do, was, was trying to make the Bible more relatable just by showing what the people would have been like. Um, you know, and showing, you know, kind of uh, real events that had happened and things. Like the oppression of the Romans or the, con- the how would you call yeah, that? Yeah. The Roman control. Yeah, over the, over the district. Yeah, I yeah. knew there was, but I didn't really know how maybe that might have played out. It wasn't really on my mind mm-hmm. as much when I'm reading the scriptures. But when you see it playing out, you go, oh, okay, now this makes a lot of sense because you remember it more. Yeah. It brings yeah. it all alive to you. Yeah. So, Nathaniel, you've got the Bible verse of the week. Kind of this early on? that one. Yeah, it's no. a bit early. Come on, really? Come on. We got to let them wait. Yeah, we got to let them wait for the good stuff. <laughs> let it simmer a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell well, us the, what you've been doing. Okay, okay you've been, because we've been talking the whole time. Right, right, right. I right. want to hear more about you. Okay. Mm. Uh, I, well, it's all been kind of music on my off time still. Yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, not too much. Well, you're still doing the whole watching all the old Disney movies things. Ah, uh, and so which one's your favorite? Uh, just uh, huh? I actually haven't seen an old one. We haven't seen one in a while now. I think oh, the last okay. one we actually saw was 101 Dalmatians. That's I think we already talked about that one. But hmm. that was a good movie. <laughs> really, with Cruella? Yeah. Okay, a cartoon. Cruelty, yeah, the old one, the, the cartoon, sixties. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, I, I don't like Disney movies. Ugh. I don't. I just no. I didn't, and then I watched these again. Now you like them? Yeah. I don't have anything against Disney. It's not like oh, you know, I don't like Disney movies. I just mm-hmm. can't stand watching cartoons. Even when I was a kid, I would be like, can't stand cartoons. It really bugged my sisters because I would whine and complain the whole time they were watching TV. I'd just be like complaining about what they were watching. Did not like it. <sighs> and every Sunday night we had to watch the um, Bugs Bunny Roadrunner Hour. What an my hour dad, it was. Ugh, that was awful. My dad loved it. <laughs> and that just, I think that's what really turned me off cartoons. You know, it's like... <laughs> Just all the same thing over and over and over. We're watching this thing for like, what, an hour or something? This guy chasing What do you mean the runner? same thing? This guy? Come on. Okay, the coyote chasing <laughs> the, coyote. the runner. It's like the same thing over. Yeah. Over. There's no dialogue. That's kind of the joke. Yeah. I know. That, I know. That's the whole like shtick. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing right there. I'm a very, very visual person. <gasps> you, I oh. need, uh, like to me, it's all about colors. I can't watch anything that's got too many sharp edges. It has to be rounded. It's it's just very vis- it's got to be very visually appealing. I don't mind Shrek. Don't mind Lilo and Stitch. Very round edges on the characters. <laughs> we saw okay. 5 minutes of the live action Flintstones movie. Yeah. 5 John minutes, Goodman. there's the key right there. Yeah. 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 Not a good movie, but you'd probably love it. V- no. Visually, it was incredible. 
It was. No. (laughs) Not that kind of visually. Like, (laughs) no. Like, I want to see... Have you seen any of the modern Disney movies? I want to see, like, nice clothing, cute stores. Like, you've got mail, okay? Where they're always going into her little store, and you can see, you know, the architecture of this cute little store, and... And it's just like really pretty and she's in a park and the whole thing. And, you know, her, her dresses that she wears, all that kind of like those visuals. I'm just like, oh, I like that. I like, I'm watching all the stuff, like all the pretty things that are going into it. I like that. It just appeals to me. You love (laughs) modern animated movies. What's that? I would what? You'd love modern animated movies. No. Because they look unbelievable. I don't know. The, like the newest <laughs> ones buying. just look incredible. They, they look too pointy, I think. Oh. Like Pocahontas? No. That's pointy not features. that modern. No, can't do it. So you wouldn't do well with SpongeBob SquarePants. I'm talking about CG, not animation. And it, not really. Oh, okay, CG. Yeah. Like, so give, give, a, give a, an example. Like Toy Story? Uh, Toy Story was CG. But okay. that was older CG. See, I don't mind that so much. It's a little bit less cartoony. Have you seen... Oh, you probably haven't seen any of them. Because <laughs> I think it started to go CG around the time you would have stopped watching with us. Name one. Uh, Frozen was big. But that was kind of... No, never. you never seen it, huh? This is hilarious. No. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah, Dad. That movie <laughs> looked great at the time. It's... It, doesn't hold that, up as much anymore pointy little nose little the whole tiny little fingers point I, the, no i actually watched <laughs> watched frozen with your cousin yeah what? isn't that right paul yeah no no that's right <laughs> sydney sydney this yeah. is so weird why were you watching frozen with sydney because she had to come over for the evening or something and so you said yeah come on over I don't remember what it was, <laughs> and I ended up having to watch Frozen. Not having to. She's like, she's like 20 she's something like, years old. I really old now. don't. Yeah, I know. She goes, I really she's don't. Like she's not age. that old. Is she younger than me? She's yeah. your age. Okay. She's younger. She's like 19. But anyway. Yeah. So that was the deal. We, uh, yeah, she came over for, I don't remember she why. She probably had a sleepover with Maddie. I really, no, Maddie wasn't there, but, but we watched. What? Yeah. Yeah, and we just sat in the living room and we watched Frozen. And I thought it was hilarious I that I would this. sit there and watch Frozen. But yeah. 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 You, I think, use an excuse. Whenever kids are around, dad uses an excuse to watch cartoons because he really wants to watch the cartoons. I don't blame him. Like, he'll babysit a baby and then he'll be watching cartoons. And I'm thinking, the baby's not even looking at the TV. He's like, oh, no, the baby needs to see this car. No, it, I think it's your The sound excuse. is soothing. <laughs> the sound is soothing. <laughs> oh, I think you missed that now that the kids are grown up, that you're not getting your cartoons in. No, I get them once in a while, but... Yeah? I would highly recommend watching some of the Pixar shorts they've put out. That I haven't seen for a long time. Yeah, they're like five minutes, but they're incredibly well made. They used to have them. I don't remember, the, like the one with the little lamp and things like that. I don't remember the ones, but it's been years since yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, they do them. like so full, they, full CG ones now. Or so they've a improved? whole bunch of different animators doing it too. So okay. some of them are look really cool. Some of them are CG. Some of them are like stop motion. It's really neat. So they've improved over the old 
The old style. Oh, heavily. Really? Like, it's basically a five-minute full-feature film. <laughs> like, Okay. It, it looks like they had a whole team working on it. Wow. Nathaniel, why don't you go into something, like, if you're looking for something to take as a course, say. Yeah. I know, I know you've been thinking about computer science, but have you ever thought of going into um, graphic arts? No. I'm not much of a visual artist. No? Oh, okay. I think you'd be really really good at that. that. Like, you're great at photography. Yeah. And you also did book... What'd you do? Book layouts or something like that? I did book layouts. There you go. On a a basic level, though. Yeah, you could be a book designer. Ooh. (gasps) I could. (laughs) I used to be a book designer. I should get into printing. That was my thing. Now I still do a little bit of that, but not as much. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I don't have the eye for art. No. No. I don't have the hand for it. Like my my essential tremor is so bad, and today I had to touch up some really really tiny letters of art, and it was pretty hard. I got to hold the brush, wait until I'm right in between the shake, and then just dab. Quick, like imagine trying to paint tiny little letters when I can barely hold a spoon anymore. It's getting so bad. My hands are so shaky some days. So I called dad in and he tries and he said he was having trouble with it. So he handed the brush back to me and I actually did it. If I can rest my hand on the table and then just totally relax and focus, eventually I can get in right in between a couple of shakes. I just quickly move the brush right so yeah i'd like to be um maddie's doing like cookie designs like uh, decorating sugar cookies oh she's, art art or food art is big yeah she's really good at that and i'm thinking i would love to try doing that i think i could do it except for yeah. my shakes are bad yeah. you could start with pancake art that's an easy one pancake yeah no. Get different colored batters and then uh, draw something on a pan and then it cooks it in that image? No. I don't. I okay. want to do something a little more detailed than like, you know, like a bunny pancake or something like well, that. Well, that's like a, just a place to start. It's got to be pretty colors. Really pretty colors. Bright, rich colors. And yeah, it's, it's got to look better than a pancake when it's done. Then I'm motivated to do it. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. I did today. I made myself um, a four foot high, um, like one of those porch signs, they're a welcome sign that stand up by the front door. It's white with black letters four, and it says home sweet home. It's like tall and narrow. Four really foot nice. high welcome sign? Yeah. It's so like just this post? Um, no, it's about six inches wide. About eight inches. Eight inches wide, yeah. yeah that's big. By four feet high. Oh, eight inch. Okay. And then it says like H at the top and then O and then M below that E home and then sweet across and then H O M E again. It's really cute. And I was like thinking, do I do black with white writing like a chalkboard? Do I do white with black writing? And Maddie told me she's so smart. She's such a good artist. She said, it depends on what color your house is. If you have a dark house, you have to use a white sign. If you have a white house. Or a lighthouse used dark sign. I was like, "Yeah, why didn't I think of that? 
Yeah. That's nice. It looks so good. When COVID yeah. is all over, you come and see it. <sighs> I'm going to. Yeah, you do that. Going well, when it's all over. <laughs> it's going to all be over. Yeah. Uh, anyway. I don't even want to talk about that. No, nope, like, nope, we're not doing that this time. No, we're not. We're not. Oh, but there, oh, there are new restrictions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. People are getting oh. kind of mad about that out here. But yeah. we're not going to talk about that. It's... We're still not going to talk about that. You mean? <laughs> so I what have you been up to, Michael? I bring up one thing. Oh, um, what have I been up to? I've been up to hmm, working, working, mm. and more working, and getting ready to uh, well, just doing some work around the house. Getting ready to um, do some renos. A little bit of uh, not really renos, I guess. We're we're going to be um, building a few rooms in the basement, and so um, yeah, just kind of getting that that kind of stuff together and yeah basically just working towards that mm. yeah that not, would not be a really lot. cool yeah not a lot you can do when every when you when you know you're not really allowed to go out and visit people and you know we still have to get to know people in the neighborhood uh, we've met a few people outside but uh yeah a lot, a lot of things that we can do once uh once things get back to normal mm. okay i'm gonna ask you guys a question all right okie doke um Okay, what is the most useless talent that you have? You're, you're first, Nathaniel. Hmm. Huh. I don't... It's useless in the sense that it's not really good. Yeah, it's like not going to get you a great job or anything. Yeah. I don't know, maybe the whistle? The oh, whistle kind of vibrates now you've got to do it, Nathaniel. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. I, I, I might blow out the mic. When I, I can't. My lips are so dry. Just do it. <laughs> Excuses. Get the laughs out and do the whistle. Okay. All right. No. That was a little one. <laughs> that was it? Do it again. Do it again. I, I feel like I just forgot how to whistle. Oh, it's like yeah. a quivery. Remember you? I loved when you started doing that whistle, and I get you to do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then Maddie was like, "Stop with that whistling!" It was driving her crazy because you yeah. were practicing it in bed and everything. Oh, that was so hilarious. Very proud of it. I haven't whistled in a long time. I just realized now. Okay. <laughs> I got to get now, back into whistling, Michael. I'm gonna. I'm going to ask you a question. Sure. What's the best prank that anybody has ever played on you? The best prank would probably... Oh, well. I'm going to go to the ones later on, not as a kid, because my, my friends would always prank each other too. But um, I, I had to toss up between the, the neighbor who put the shopping cart on the top of the roof so when we drove home, it was so visible. We see this big shopping cart oh, just perched. Oh, that would have been mine. Perched at the very you top. You got to tell the backstory why he put a shopping cart on our roof. We went back and forth. I really don't honestly remember. I think the f the funniest one was we, we were just constantly pranking each other. And he drove all the way to university. I remember that one that one day where I knew, like, he walks out of the car and he or walks out of the house and he gets into the car and he only would see one side of his car. So on the other side of the car, I took these pizza boxes and drew those spirals on the pizza boxes and then stuck them to the wheels of his car. 
So as he's I don't dr- remember this at all. Oh yeah, oh. as he's driving down the street, you have these brightly colored circles where his wheels are, and it looked so ridiculous. And he was laughing about it after. He says, you know, he says, I got to the university and I'm driving in front of all my friends and I'm waving and they're laughing at me and they're, they're pointing at me and they're laughing. And he's thinking, oh, I'm getting self-conscious. Funny. I don't know what's going on. He said, until I get out of the car and I notice these brightly colored spirals on the, on the wheels. He said, that was, that was great. Oh. So yeah, we, we just pranked each it other all the like time. It seems like I just recently got pranked and I said, that was amazing, but I can't remember what it was. I couldn't have been too amazing. It was so You recently good. got pranked? What? Did you say you recently got pranked? I think so. Our family <gasps> pranks a lot. Do we? <gasps> yes, we do. <gasps> you not know, oh my goodness. Do you remember oh, we I've had that Nicolas pranked. Cage cutout? We had this cardboard cutout. Well, that cut you talked about it. Yeah, we've talked about that before on the podcast. Well, we talked about the Nicolas Cage party, but not that we moved the cutout all over the house. Sure, that we put it at the back door and it was facing yeah. the neighbor. Yes. Yeah. We talked about that, but we would just like put it like outside someone's bedroom door in oh, their that. bedroom at night. Oh, that's like creepy. all over the yeah. place. Yeah. So you get up to go to the bathroom and there's this guy standing in your bedroom, whatever, right outside your bedroom door. When you get out to go to the bathroom at night, boom, there's this Nick Cage standing there. Oh, we just moved him all over the house. That yeah, that was, was shocking. Remember the, the time when... Uh, I went to bed before you did one one evening, and Brendan bought a really weird Halloween mask. It was terrifying. And so I stuffed it full of clothes, and I put it on your side of the bed as if it was sitting there reading. And you came up, yeah. and, and I was watching you come up, and all of a sudden you're walking up to your side of the bed, and you just slowed right down like you didn't just stop you slowed right down and you were so terrified like just looking at this thing you could just feel your like watch your arms just kind of go limp and everything and then you started to laugh once you realized we have a horse head we of course we have a horse head i wouldn't live without having myself one and one night i went to the bathroom and i was looking in the mirror and then all of a sudden i saw behind me in the mirror this horse like you took clothing and stuffed it all like a big giant heavy man that took me a while oh that was so scary yep and he had a horse head on and he was just like a big large size man sitting on the toilet with a horse head (gasps) yes with a hoodie up with a hoodie up yeah that was pretty terrifying and you just screamed i was (laughs) waiting in bed again and i hear this scream and i just kind of (laughs) smile Do you remember wow. that, the white wig head that I have, Nathaniel? We got one of those styrofoam wig heads. Yeah. So I put the wig head on top of my head, and then I put a hoodie on the wig head. So it looks like a very tall person. I've got a video of myself. It's amazing. I laugh my guts out every time I see it. I still have it. Of <laughs> me walking down the stairs. I'm holding the railing, and I'm walking so slow because I don't want to fall down the stairs. And then we just like went and like walk, knock, knock on Graham's door, whatever he answers the door. And there's this like big giant wig person standing there. Oh, we, we just prank fun. each other constantly. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I never really pranked anybody. You hardly pranked anybody? I never really wanted to. You didn't? <laughs> you're you're no. above and beyond that, aren't you? Are you it's serious? So. Yeah. Was I the... <laughs> Just dad and I were the prankers? Brendan, so. too. Brendan, yeah. Brendan no, I don't have the guts to prank people. 
one time Brendan was at his house and we were in the living room and all of a sudden he like texts us something like that we said. Do you remember that? He's like, oh, really? Or something like that, that we had just been talking about. And he, he comments on our conversation. So we get this text. And then we're like, how does he know? Where is he? So we check the house. We think he's obviously in our house. He's not in the house. And we looked everywhere. We could not find him. And then he would text us something else like, yeah, you guys still can't find me? And we'd like, how does he know we're looking for him? He, we could not figure it out. Remember? I don't remember this, no. You were sleeping. You weren't there. Oh, yeah. okay. I wasn't there. It was funny. We were like looking out the windows. We oh, we were looking everywhere. He was nowhere to be found. It went on for like 45 minutes that he like could hear us talking and we couldn't find him. And then we found out that the phone was off the hook. It was when we still you had guys our are g- Just geniuses. It looked huh? like it was on the hook, but it was just <laughs> off enough that he could hear us talking. Yeah. Oh. Like a landline. Wow. I haven't, that was, I haven't seen yeah. a landline in years. Oh, man. That's that was great. Yeah. Landlines just aren't really a thing. No. With at least my generation. No. Even they the one before been, me. I haven't been for a while. Well, they were when you were young. Because we had to block one of your I mean, because of you guys. He called every night all the time. He would call like every 15 minutes. Hi, is Nathaniel there? And then at first I was like, oh, that's nice. He's calling you. And then like 10 minutes later, the phone rings. 10 minutes later, I was like, okay, no, this kid cannot. So we had to block his number. I felt so bad. He was a nice kid, but he was ringing our number all night long. Yeah, he questioned me at school about that. Seems familiar, like we That's talked awkward. about this once, and we couldn't remember his name. Don't Do you remember, remember his that? name? I remember now. I remember his name. I'm not going to say his name. No. But we said everybody needs one of those. And we, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yep. I remember his name. Anyway, now it is officially time for the verse of the week. All right. I'll let verse, that pass. Verse of the week. <laughs> it's like he's looking in his file there. My phone's on the charger, so I'm holding it kind of like a few feet away from me. Oh, okay. Wait, can I change it? Do you... Do you... Can I change it? Yeah. You're changing the verse of the week? Hold on. I will. I will change it. I'm going to pass it to you. I'm going to give it to you in one second. It is... um, what is it? Uh, Zephaniah one fourteen. Wait. Wait, you want... Oh. Yeah. No, she's going to give it to you. Okay. Zephaniah one fourteen. Oh, I have, a, I have to give it to you, too. Sure. Yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> not it. That's what? not it. Zeph- <laughs> what is Zephaniah? <sighs> that's not it. That doesn't look like a verse that you would. No, you would pick. It's not it. Okay, what I'm gonna, is... I'm gonna tell you what it is. <sighs> Give me is a second, me? y'all. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Zephaniah. No, is that weird? Uh, minor prophet. This He's is one the of the yeah, one of the minor name. prophets. Was it a book of the Bible? Yes, it is. What? It's near the end of the Old Testament. So if you count back, it's Malachi, Zechariah, Haggai, and then Zephaniah. Uh Uh-oh. 
Okay, here it is. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All righty, so here you go. So what is it this time? Isaiah I don't, I don't know. Well, 8 that's verse a lot different. 1. Isaiah 8 verse 1. Uh, I don't know the version, but we'll just go with Isaiah 8 verse 1. NIV. NIV version. Mm-hmm. The Lord said to me, take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen. Oh no! <laughs> Me, that is <laughs> that is a, a biblical prank right there. Mehei shalal hashbaz. You know, I can't believe you did that. Do you want to know something that's really mean? Um, <laughs> I I had to pay Carissa. You know, Sean and Chris. I had to pay her some money the other day, and you have to give a question before they can get the bank transfer. You ask them a question. So my question was. How do you spell Meher Shalal Hashbaz? <laughs> I was close with it. Yes, you were. But that wasn't, hey. that wasn't really it. I just wondered if you could pronounce that name. Isn't that incredible? That's the longest name in the Bible. Oh, I so we're back if... to trivia now. <laughs> longest is... name in the Bible? Oh, I mean, that, that doesn't is... count. It's all hyphenated. Mm-hmm. That's, May- that's cheating. Try, try to pronounce it for everyone listening right now. Meher Meher Shalal Hashbaz. Very good. That's not bad. Yeah. Thank you. But in some of the versions, they don't actually hyphenate. So King James Bible doesn't. No. Do they spell it the same way? Yep. Yeah, they do. Oh, that would have been better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. So what is the Bible verse of the week? Yeah, let's go to the original one. I have no idea. Oh, is this the first one you sent me? Gotcha. You sent me like two of them here. Okay. This is 1 Corinthians. Uh, chapter yes. 2, verse 9. Okay. NIV version. Good version. <laughs> yep. But, <laughs> but as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard. <laughs> Ooh, it's such, <laughs> never... such compassion. All right. <laughs> so, who writes like this? Come on. Yeah, calm yourself <laughs> down and let's finish it up. But <laughs> as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. The things which God hath prepared for them that love him. Ah, beautiful. Period. Yeah. What version was that? NIV. NIV. No. That doesn't sound like an NIV. No, that wasn't NIV. Oh, KJV, isn't it? Oh, you went to oh, the Oh, because I said right Sorry. under when I sent yeah. it to him, I said KJV right under. I had made a mistake. Ah, that's All my right. bad. Yeah, that's, that's the King James-ism right there. There you go. So why would you pick that verse of the week? Because I was thinking about, I had thought about this funeral that we went to one time. Do you remember Chris Brown's funeral? Oh, he was such a sweet guy. Chris. Chris Charlene, Boyd. Chris Boyd. That's Chris I remember his last name. Oh, sorry. Chris Boyd. Sorry to burn out his... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. I, I don't I think Chris have blurted minds. that out. But I remember at his funeral when we sang that song, I Can Only Imagine... And just, I was just bawling my head off because it was just such a beautiful celebration of his life. Yeah. And just to think about that, like that he got to see Jesus. And I think about us and how right now we're, you know, we're waiting for the redemption of this world right now. And that day when we are going to be able to see Jesus, 
how exciting that is for us. Like kids wait for their birthday. They wait for Christmas day. They're really excited about things that are going to come, but we have this exciting date that is always ahead of us that we're thinking, when is it going to come? When is the Lord coming back to us? When is the Lord coming to get us? And it's just an exciting thought, I guess. Mm -hmm. And it brings tears to my eyes when you really think about how beautiful it is. And I, I don't think a song has ever like captured that feeling so much as I can only imagine. Hmm, Interesting. Don't you like that song, Nathaniel? What song? I'm sorry. You weren't paying attention. <laughs> I was half paying attention there. I, I had a text I can only, come to me. I can only imagine. I can only imagine. Fantastic song. Yeah. One you of the played greats. That. It's amazing. Like, oh, it's such an emotional song when I listen to that. It's beautiful. <laughs> so what do you think about it, Michael? The verse. Um, I don't know it as well as you guys do. So it's not one that I've, that I've listened to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm probably the only one, I guess. I, I know of it. It's a it's a famous song, popular song for sure. No, but um, the verse itself. Oh, the I could say I, something I else about it if you want, because there's more I want to say. Um, about the Bible verse? Yeah. Oh, well, no, go ahead, for sure. I love this part. It says, I hath not seen, your eyes have never seen, your ears have never thir- never heard, and neither has it ever entered into your heart the things which God has prepared for you. So the things that God is preparing for us are things that are beyond the scope of our imagination. They're not things that we've seen on this earth because those things we could think like, oh, that would be amazing if, you know, if heaven was like this, or it would be amazing if heaven was like that. But this is going to be something that we have never imagined that we have never seen, that we've never heard of. And that's how incredible it is. The things that God has prepared. It's like he's, he has like kept the best for last because we've already had so many wonderful things that we've seen. We've had blessings that are incomparable already here on the earth. Some of the greatest days that we've ever experienced, but God is reserving the very best for last, which is just incredible. Mm-hmm. It's nothing that we could like begin to guess, oh, it's going to be like this, or it's going to be like that. And no, we can't even like, I can only imagine. No, you can't even imagine how it's going to be because it's going, it's going to be so incredible beyond our imagination. Love well, it. And this is why so many people have put so much time into trying to reach people who don't understand the gospel. Um, who don't believe, you know, this is, this is a, this is a key verse for that too, because the verse ends with, for those who love him. And so there's a huge caveat here, right? And so all of these things, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no, well, I'm reading different translations here, what, uh, what God has prepared for those who love him. And so that's why, um, I, I've been, been thinking a lot about the um, the people who have, have given up their lives to be missionaries, especially 200 years ago, going off to the lands that um, they were the first white, you know, white people to go in. And it was incredibly dangerous, and a lot of them lost their lives. But they they did that in order for these people to come to know 
what the truth is and you know and and so that they could be part of this so that they could come to love God and be part of the promises that you know that God has for us and so I think that's a very very important part of the of the verse and and we shouldn't leave it out I think that's something that um, those words are, are are actually taken out of a lot of different verses when people repeat them or they don't they don't look at it and concentrate on that enough because that is saying you know it's like putting the word if, you know, that, oh, yeah, we, we, will, we will see these things and hear these things and be part of these things if we love For him. For those who love him. Right. But there's other verses that, yeah. that will say, True. you know, if. Like, I'm thinking about in Romans does that a lot. Um, you know, if we remain. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. There's something I wanted to talk about with Nathaniel too, because you explained it to me this week, Michael, and you also explained it on our five minute podcast. Hmm. But to me, it was one of, it was explained in such an incredible way. And I don't think we exactly need the very long version. So you'll leave me out of it? No, I think I love the short version that you gave me originally, but when you kind of expanded on it the other day, it was kind of a bit lost. Oh, but, but the first version, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Now, Nathaniel, first of all, I'll yes. ask you, he asked me this question. He said, why do you think that Satan is trying to tempt people, wants to destroy families, and wants to get people to sin? Why is he so spite. bent on that? Like, See, this is, I thought, yeah, maybe, or, or, or pride. But or the, way that dad ex- the way that dad explained it to me was so good. Oh. This was such an insightful explanation, Michael. Do you remember what you said to me? More or less. Is S- say the last part. <laughs> the last <laughs> can't. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. Okay, what were you gonna say, Nathan? Is it that he's tempting us to do stuff, or is he just tempting us to not do stuff? Oh what I what I tempting said- us to sin. Yeah, what I like, said to mom was... And okay. to not do stuff as well, not to obey God. Okay, so yeah. if Satan has something against against God, okay, let, let's, let's, let's kind of boil this down. I, and I was saying to mom, what, what happens if you have a feud with your neighbor? Forever are you going to have the energy to, to keep just doing <laughs> awful things to your neighbor and never get tired of it? Like, what is the point... Of, of always trying to foil whatever your neighbor is, is trying to trying to accomplish. What's right? driving But is him? it forever? Right. What is the motive oh, yeah. behind what Are Satan sure is doing? Though? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it has been so far. All right. Yeah. For thousands and thousands of years that he never gives up trying to cause people to stumble. Whether he never gives up trying to destroy the work of the Lord. Okay, go ahead. I'll stop interrupting. Oh, okay. Well, what I was saying was that it is helpful to know, to kind of put this all into context and really understand, um, because right now, if if your thoughts of Satan are this red guy with a pitchfork and he's just trying to cause trouble all the time, that just doesn't, it just doesn't fit, right? It just doesn't make a lot of sense. And so people, I think a lot of people tune out when they hear that, like, because it just doesn't make sense. Like, why? They're, they're just going to ask the question, why? Why does he want to cause trouble all the time? That doesn't make sense why he would do that. And the key to that is in the book of Revelation. Well, there's a few. There's the book of Revelation is one, and Second Peter is another one. But in the book of Revelation, um, I was explaining that 
under the under the altar in heaven, uh, there's a place where the souls of those who had uh, died for their faith are crying out and saying, "When um, will you know? Our, when will we be avenged?" Right? And white robes were given to them, which represent righteousness, and they were told, "When the number of those who are to be killed the same way as you is is fulfilled, then the end will come." And I, and I said to mom, I said, well, the, the thing is with that is that um, it is a number. It is the number that has to be fulfilled. It's not a time frame. That's why no one knows the time or the day because it comes down to we have free will and it is the number of people that come, um, that come to know Christ that triggers the return of Christ. So when that number is fulfilled, then that's when everything happens. And Satan, by going to war with the church, so when when Christ ascended into heaven, Satan was cast out of heaven with a third of the angels. And Revelation says, woe to the inhabitants of the earth because the devil has been thrown down and he knows he has a short time. So he went to work right away making war with Israel. And like I explained, basically within 30, 35 years after the crucifixion of Christ, Israel was was laid waste. The temple was completely destroyed without one stone on top of another. And all the Jews had to migrate into other countries. And then it says that when, uh, when the Jews fled, then Satan turns his attention to those who believe, to the believers, to the church. And he made war with the church. And so the reason why he did that was to push back or to completely cancel that time when there would be that number of believers that would be achieved and then the end would come. Yeah, because I just want to say he knows the grace and compassion of God, that God does not want even one to perish. Mm -hmm. And so God is waiting until that number is fulfilled, that Mm -hmm. we all come to salvation. So that's why he's working so hard to try to keep people away from Christ, because that will then push back the date for however long, who knows, right? But that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to prevent that, the second coming of Christ. Yeah, and that's the only thing that he can do. But from the beginning of time, he tried to do that. So all through the Old Testament as well, you know, there were all these kinds of things that happened. Um, fascinating read. If you know, to, tried to destroy Christ when he was born. Oh, over and over, oh. and it even says that in Revelation. Moses, as well. yeah, yeah. So, so do you get that, Nathan? Yeah, that's neat. It's like huh. ah, that makes a lot of sense because I always kind of thought like, well, why? I love- why is he like? Okay, I get that. What's his motive? Why does he want me to turn away from God? He just hates God. He's evil. But this makes so much that's sense self-preservation. to That's self-preservation. That's what it is. And in Second in Peter, I love what Second Peter has to say about it. He says that every time a person comes to Christ and, and becomes a true believer, we're hastening the coming of Christ. And I thought, oh, that's just, that's just so interesting. And it actually pulls everything together and makes so much sense as to why things are happening the way they're happening. Because the church is at war. And the problem is, is that a lot of people have made peace with the world instead of fighting against it. And that is, that is the tragedy that is, that is out there today. And so, um, so anyway, armed with that, you get a better understanding of why things are playing out the way they are. Uh, and that might just change your mind about, uh, you know, about what you think. Huh. Yeah, I like that. 
Wow. That's really interesting. But we are out of time, aren't we? Uh, we are. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Glad you got that in. All right. Yeah, that yeah. was really good. Thank you for explaining that. I love it. No problem. So, Nathaniel, you're off to work, so, yeah, we better wrap this up. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We'll let Nathaniel have a little time before he leaves, so check out Nathaniel Shacked Music online. Thank you. Get that clarinet music up there. Yeah. Oh, I will. (laughs) Do it. And go to Time Warp Wife Ministries, where you're going to find Bible studies, daily devotions, marriage prayers, and check out my, my P3 one home. Yep. I've drank so much coke I'm having I was going to jump in there and yeah, help you but <sighs> okay. my P3 one home.com, yeah. check it out. There's a lot of things up recipes, house organization, home organization, all kinds of things. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. we will talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye for now. <laughs> <laughs>